I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, this is Freddie Spencer reporting after the 2017 Spanish Grand Prix in Jerez. The Jerez Circuit is, is one of my favorite tracks, not because I really like the layout too much. Actually, I love the hotel there, uh, and I love the location, and it's just really nice area, southern Spain, beautiful place to go. But the reason I like the track is because it is difficult, and, and for me, that means in these couple of ways. One is, is the way the corners lay out, especially in the first part. You have those double lefts. Uh, you spend a lot of time on the side of the tire. You're trying to carry momentum. You're accelerating off of corners and then trying to get the bike to come back for the entrance to the next, still pretty much on the side of the tire. Um, those fast rights in the very back part of the track, ending with Ferrari before you come down to the last corner. Uh, and so that's a, a challenge. And then also the changing weather conditions. That track has always been sensitive to heat change. You know, if it gets warm, um, it really affects the grip level. And so that creates some challenges for the riders that I find very interesting. And and I'll talk about that in a minute. But let's talk about the riders who struggled. Uh, Jack Miller and, and Batista, that incident that they had in the race. I understand the frustration of Jack. As a young rider, especially, He's you got to understand what he's thinking about right now. He had a lot of hope and aspirations coming out of Moto3. And he's had three years. And he's at the end of his contract. And now he's trying to show that that decision to go directly from Moto3 to MotoGP was was a good decision. And he's shown he had the speed. Of course, he won the race last year in Assen. If the conditions are a little bit tricky, he really shines. And I don't think it's just because he takes risk. I think he's a rider that's very sensitive and has good feel. It's just a matter of him consistently um, doing it and maybe even more belief in himself and getting his emotions under check, right? which is what we saw that he didn't have in that moment with Batista. So you can't really do that. I got knocked down one time by Christian Saran after I was uh, in the first lap at the Dutch Grand Prix in 1985. And and when I got up, you know, my first thought was I can't believe this. But you realize, I mean, it, it is racing. And Christian and I walked back to the pits and and everything's okay. But I understand that emotion. I really do. Uh, Cal Crutchlow, another rider who I think was hoping for a good weekend. The conditions were a little bit tricky and tough. He he does a great job in that. He's a fighter. and uh, But unfortunately, he got called out, uh, tucked the front and crashed, and, and so his day was over. And I think he, he really believed he probably could have got third place. And, and the way the Hondas were looking at that certainly is a possibility. Now let's talk about the race. Uh, first off, uh, Danny Petrosa. Um, Danny Petrosa it didn't surprise me that he shined in those conditions, and this is why. Danny, young, you know, small rider, stand next to him, I feel like a giant. But Danny has an incredible gift 
for utilizing the motorcycle to work with him. He doesn't overpower the bike. He doesn't try to steer the bike. He utilizes the bike's natural, the physics of the motorcycle, uh, rolling inertia, the gyroscopic effect, effect, especially of that front tire, to help the bike steer. Um, he is very precise with his movements and utilizing not just the front of the front tire or the rear tire, but both together. And that's what you need in tricky conditions like that so you don't overuse that little bit of edge grip that you have to work with. And so that was just a professional job yesterday that Danny did, and it's great to see that. A veteran racer like that, um, in those tough conditions, use all those conditions to benefit him. And and if you looked at his lap times, how consistent he was, minute 40.5, minute 40.6.8, over that amount of time per lap to be that precise, it was really a great job. Now, second place was Mark Marquez, and and Mark rides the bike a little bit differently. Uh, He really utilizes the rear of the motorcycle uh, to slide that bike and to get it to change direction um, and to kind of put that weight once the bike slides and it regrips it goes back to the front um, about halfway during the race and three quarters of the race you could see that he was really starting to push and close in on on Danny but he I think he overused that front tire a little bit you know it's interesting because I, I like watching that and this is why growing up as a kid in in Shreveport Louisiana around Texas and we raced on dirt tracks that you had a narrow groove. Um, that was all the grip you had. The rest of the track was so slippery you couldn't get out there and, and, and race. If you got out there or slid off that little narrow groove, 10 guys would go by you. But it made you really be precise on corner entry. And that was what I liked about Jerez the first time I raced there. Was It was require that, that, that type of precision. Uh, and if you and if you did it correctly, as Danny did yesterday, in those tough conditions, you would have a great day. But Mark did a great job, you know, to get second place, and and he didn't over push it like some of the other guys did. Maybe have a crash and and um, and and not score any points like he did in Argentina. Third place, Jorge Lorenzo. Um, Jorge couldn't have been happier if he won a Grand Prix of the World Championship. And I think for him, it's a little bit of redemption. You know, he he talked about it afterwards that he's maybe showing that, that he made the right decision. And it certainly would be great for the Ducati faithful. Um, we'll have to wait and see. I, I think that that track, one, he goes well there. Two, he is also a rider that uses the balance of the motorcycle front and rear to work together on corner entry very well. And he's very precise with that. And I think that helped him yesterday. The other thing that helped him was the slow race pace. They were only two seconds quicker uh, total race time than when Valentino won there last year and, and 29 seconds slower than when Jorge Lorenzo won that race in 2015. 29 seconds. That's quite a bit. So uh, normally you don't see that. I think that helped Jorge and some of the other guys too be able to maintain that pace. But Fourth place, Johan Zarco, great job. Another rider that is very precise. He he doesn't um, try to overpower the bike. And just another great result for him in the Tech 3 Yamaha team. Now, Valentino Rossi. Uh, Valentino um, is really struggling. And it'd be interesting to see, but what's going to happen? You know, there was even talk, I think, possibly, uh, of trying a different chassis they're testing today in Jerez. Uh, one of the things Valentino was maybe going to try is maybe 
they talk wise they said this maybe go back to the 2016 chassis uh, like Folger and and um, and Zarco are running um, and maybe that might help Valentino feel wise the other thing they're testing and is the harder construction front Michelin tire that everybody is maybe want to go back to I have found in my years of racing that the construction is mainly for stability um, it's certainly it it helps feel there's there's a lot of things but I think Michelin maybe have missed the boat a little bit in those conditions uh, in really hot conditions with maybe the compounds it's probably a combination of both I found like I said it can be construction but I found in my opinion mainly construction or the construction issues affect stability and, and feedback and and what the riders feel and trust with that and as the compounds affect the other but as Fargo was talking about yesterday that his his knee slider wouldn't even use that much on the left side because he wasn't even running um, able to run that much lean angle and so I really felt for the guys in the struggle with that because like I said you can work around setup issues you can work around even uh, trash can issues by changing your line and adjustments but if the tires are way off it really limits what the riders can do and then it becomes more of a technique as, as I pointed out with the guys who were successful yesterday but we'll see what happens with Valentino I tell you I, I really like his attitude this year um, you know, he's not letting a lot of things affect him. He's leading the world championship now just by two points over Vinales. But I think it's it's certainly the right attitude. Last rider, of course, Vinales and, and what happened with that. I think everybody was hoping we'd see the battle this week between him and Mark Marquez that we didn't get to see in Austin. Um, but his attitude is a little bit different. We saw that come out, uh, maybe the pressure a little bit in Austin. And then this weekend... Um, especially after the races, you know, I didn't do anything. It's, it's, you know, this and that. And, and, uh, maybe, like I said, he's feeling that pressure a little bit. Um, but we'll see. He's still young. He hadn't been in this position before. Of course, he's won a world championship, but he hadn't been in this position for in MotoGP. So it's going to be interesting, uh, to see what happens at the next race. I'm looking forward to it. Hope you are too. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 